This is Keep Me Free with Myron Mael. You know, one of the greatest things that you can offer the Lord is a, a place of rest. One of the greatest positions you can have in this life is to have the Lord rest in your spirit. You know, our great God grows weary. And I know we use these terms. We, we have these definitions that we think apply to men only. But see, his weariness and his tiredness is not like the tiredness and weariness of men. He grows weary with wickedness. He grows tired with injustice. He's fed up with unrighteousness, the unrighteousness of the gods that lead the people that have led the people astray. He's a great God. He's a great God of all the universe and all the universes that have ever been created, that shall ever be created. For he is the creator of all things. But there's rebellion in his universe. And he grows tired of this rebellion, weary of the wickedness that has strived in men's heart, that have grown in men's desire. The wickedness of the land. He's tired of viewing unrighteousness and sin. And sometimes he gets up and stomps the earth and the mountains roar and the valleys shake. Sometimes he comes down and checks the earth. See, when we come to the Lord, when we come into the Lord, we come into the Lord, when we come into the Lord, he finds rest in us. Because he found rest in his son, Jesus Christ. See, see you have to understand Jesus Christ is the rest of of God. He's the resting place of God. God could finally sit down in his creation. He could finally sit down in the spirit of his creation. He could finally take his place among the hearts of those that believe in him. So see, you are a resting place for God. You a place where he can stretch out and relax in fellowship. You know, God loves fellowshipping. He loves to communicate his will. He loves to share his goodness. He loves to open the treasure chest of his heart. The Lord loves it when you delight in him. 
psalmist said, I will not give sleep to my eyes, nor slumber to my eyelids, till I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the mighty God of Jacob. The mighty one of Jacob. See, the psalmist understood that he wanted to give God a resting place. He wanted to give him a place of honor. See, I could not rest until the Lord found rest in me. Until I gave him that special place in my heart. That untouchable place. That place where he can dwell and fellowship with me. And enjoy my life. See, I want the Lord to enjoy my life. You want the Lord to enjoy your life. That's how you can become successful for eternity. Allowing the Lord to enjoy your life. Allowing him to sit down in your heart. To try your reins. To examine you. And see if there be any unrighteousness in you. And then Lord remove it. That's giving him a place, see. That's giving him a place of honor. That's making him the light of your life. Making the Lord the light of your life. That's every believer's goal. Making him the precious thing. See, we give places to many things in our life. Some of us has collections, car collections. Many of us have clothing. Many of us have jewelry, things that we, we treasure. We treasure these things. We shine them up. We clean them. Polish them. Lay them out in a row. And examine them over and over and over again. We have a place for these things, see? A collection. You see, we don't give the Lord that same place of honor oftentimes. We fold them up and tuck them away. Then when we feel a little bit this way or that way a particular day, then we want to have something to say to him. See, you want to draw the Lord close to you every day, even in your pain, even in your misery, draw him close to you. He wants to be a part of everything. And when I begin to understand that God wants to be a part of everything in your life, not just the important things, just not the things that are, are, are troubling you, See, oftentimes we treat God as only the God of troubled times, see. And you should run to him when you're in trouble. But when we begin to make the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob our everyday resting place, our everyday solution, even when there's no problem, 
When he, we begin to make the Lord Jesus Christ our all in all, we are giving him a place. Giving him a place to sit down in our hearts. Giving him a place of honor in our spirits. And from our spirit, he can then relax into our hearts, into our heart space. Making room for his presence, see, by removing things out of your heart. As you give him the things that's in your heart that's not like him, you're making room for him, see. You can't keep carrying around that resentment. I had resentment for so long, and then he showed it to me, and I gave it to him. And he placed his goodness, his peace, his mercy in the place where that resentment used to reside, see. It's giving him a place. See, the Lord likes to stretch out in you. <laughs> Say that again. The Lord likes to stretch out in us. He says, I will come and abode and make my abode with them. We will come and make our abode with that person. We'll set up our, our, our tabernacle in his heart. We'll decorate it the way we like it. See, we don't realize the born again unbeliever believer doesn't realize that in your spirit is a tabernacle. If you go back in the Old Testament and you'll see how detailed God is about his house. I want this so many inches from that. I want that so many inches from here. I want this high. I want this color. I like this. I want that. I want to see that in the tabernacle when I come and visit. See, Lord, Lord has a, has a, has a decorator. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is the Lord's decorator. See, prepare a place for him. It's just not oh, any old place. You just can't take the Lord and put him in some raggedy shack in your heart. You got to prepare a place for him. Come old people's house. They don't even clean up when you come over. Won't wash the dishes for you. Don't clean the bathroom. And they know you're coming over. See, many of us are like that. We won't clean up our house and we know the Lord is coming over. Don't worry, this is the 18-minute preacher. You got to prepare your heart for the Lord, see. This is an everyday thing, the preparation of your heart for God. Because you want to make him happy. You want your Lord to be happy to stretch out. The psalmist said, I didn't give rest to my eyelids, slumber to my eyes, rest to my eyes, slumber to my eyelids until I found a place for him. The mighty one. When you begin to make the Lord that special thing, that twinkle in your eye. And I know you love your mama, you love your daddy, you love your children. You love this woman, this man. And they're the twinkle of many of your eyes. You think more about your child than you do about the Lord Jesus Christ. You think more about your mama than you do of the Lord Jesus Christ. You think more about your father than the Lord Jesus Christ. You think more about your lover than the Lord Jesus Christ. He's not the twinkle of your eye. 
He's a jealous God. He's a jealous God. But when we begin to understand what we have and what has possessed us in our spirit, Lord, open our eyes so we can see your value. That I will take every opportunity to make sure I make you more special to me today than you was yesterday. I make you, Lord Jesus, more special to me tomorrow than you are today. Never being filled up, never getting enough of your glory, Lord. Because, see, I got destination, see. See, I'm putting on different clothes, you see. I'm putting on different wardrobe because I'm going out to meet him, see. I can't, I can't go meet the Lord with the same clothes of the world, see. I got to have the righteousness, the garments of righteousness on. A peace that his son, Jesus Christ, dresses me in. I want to remind the Lord of his son, see. I want the fragrance of his son to be on me. Though I, my life is like a shadow, like a vapor that passes away, I want a f sweet fragrance of his son to be in his nostrils when he thinks of me. I want to remind him of his son. That's why I get down into the Psalms. That's why I pray down into those Psalms. Because in the Psalms, you find the heart of the Lord, see? And then you remind God of his son. That's what make the psalm so special. When you get those psalms down in your heart, you, you pour them into your heart and pour them out from your spirit. You create the atmosphere. You create an atmosphere that the Lord enjoys. You create an atmosphere that the Lord reminds him of his time and his son and his sacrifice. You remind the Lord of his time. See, the Lord has a time. He has a season also. Jesus Christ came at the appointed season, at the appointed time. You can remind the great God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob of the time of his son. You can stretch out for the Lord a welcoming mat. Preparing your heart, preparing your mind, preparing your spirit for the mighty God of Jacob. Because he's coming. The Lord Jesus Christ is coming to finish his work on earth. To give the final resting call where God's enemy shall be destroyed. Because he's tired, he's weary of the unrighteousness of his enemy. Those that have led the, 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 the nations astray shall be dealt with. And God shall find rest. He found rest in his son. Now his creation will find rest. And it'll be over.
the rebellion will cease. No longer will an individual walk away from the living God. No longer will a God walk away from his God. Giving him a special place in your heart. And allowing that special place, allowing him to dwell in that special place. And have a spillover effect in your mind, in your heart. Lord, speak the word because you're in my temple. Speak the word because you're in my temple. Speak the word because you're in my temple. Speak the word. You got a different utterance in your spirit. Open your spiritual mouth. Open your spiritual ears. Open your spiritual eyes. And taste and see that the Lord is good. in your spirit let him stretch out in your spirit <laughs>